0: They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Wherever you have duck hunting, you're going to have duck calling. And duck calls are a massive industry with a ton to know. On this episode, I'm going to help you sift through all that information to find the few core things you need to know to get your first call and start calling ducks. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the New Hunters Guide, the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're talking about duck calls. Now, duck calls is a big thing. It's a cultural thing. It's an industry thing. It's a manufacturing thing. It's an art form type thing. And whenever you have all those forces coming together, when you have culture and you have money and you have art, you are going to have a massive ridiculous outrageous just heap of information and things to know and opinions and every other thing you could imagine all rolled into it and i've sifted and sorted and plotted my way through a bunch of this stuff in order to figure out what did i really need to know and how did i you know how could i really get started And today I'm going to try to save you guys a lot of time and help you find a good starting point, both in terms of what kind of call to get and then how to start calling and hunting ducks. So first things first, you got to get a call. All right. How do you pick what call to get? Well, there's all kind of different calls for different ducks. Okay, you've got calls for different species of ducks. You've got calls for every species made out of different kinds of materials. You've got wood calls, plastic calls, polycarbonate calls, ceramic calls, and many other kinds of materials. You've got calls with different numbers of reeds. you got single reed calls, double reed calls, triple reed calls. There's probably more calls than that. And then you've got different kinds of reeds. Reeds made out of different materials. Reeds cut different ways. The list goes on and on and on. And, uh, you know, there's just so much out there. So how do you narrow it down? Well, for most people that are hunting new hunters, you only need one call. You only need one call. Most kinds of ducks are going to respond to a mallard hen call. Most types of ducks are going to respond to a mallard. That's That's just the way that it works. Wood ducks are going to respond to mallards. Mallards, of course, are going to respond to mallards. Even mergansers are going to respond to mallard ducks. Most kinds of duck species are going to respond to mallard calls. And mallards are the number one most prevalent type of duck in the country and in the world. So if you start with a mallard call, you are starting with the majority of of duck hunting and duck hunting situations in that one call. Now, of course, different kinds of the country, different seasons, there's exceptions, there's times and places. For other calls, there's a few times and places where a mallard call won't work. But for new hunters, 95% of the time, a mallard call is all you need. In fact, I know a lot of people that have been hunting for a long time, years and years. They only go into the field with mallard calls. They shoot every kind of duck under the sun. They only take one or two mallard calls. That's all they take. That's it. They don't have a lanyard with 15 different calls for every kind of species. Now I know other people who are big duck hunters and they do go out with 15 different kinds of calls. Which one's best? Well, it should be assigned to you that if there is a debate, if there is a debate between those two philosophies, then you can't go wrong with either one really. And if you're new, go with the philosophy of this is the call to start with. You can always get more calls later. So you need one mallard call. And then how do you narrow it down from there? Now people make it seem, and I've I've heard people talk about it and read lots more people talking about it, that if you want to be good at calling ducks... You basically need to drive around with a duck call in your car 365 days a year. And every day, if there's not someone else in the car with you that you go to work or to the store or wherever you go, you need to be practicing duck calls. And you need to spend, you know, half hour a day, 300 days a year in your car practicing your duck calling. And guys, I know beyond any doubt, beyond any shadow of a doubt, that's just not true. The people saying that are liars. How do I know that? Because they can still hear. I said, because they can still hear. I don't know if you've ever tried blowing duck calls in a car. Men, they are loud. You're going to spend an hour a day, 300 days a year doing that? You are not going to have any hearing left. This just, it's just ridiculous. Unless you're wearing earplugs while you drive, which I do not recommend. Or unless you've got some some, you know fancy ear protection that allows you to hear everything that's going on and then only mutes the 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 signals coming in that are above a safe decibel range like some um you know like some tetra alpha shields which are fantastic and we do appreciate tetra for their you know support of the channel but for if you're a brand new hunter and this is your first season that's probably not fitting within your budget range so you're not gonna be you're not gonna be practicing like that into that degree. It's just not realistic. It's just not gonna happen. You know, you need to be able to go out into the practice for a little bit, figure out a couple things, and go out into the woods. So when I'm teaching new hunters or recommending to new hunters, I recommend two different types of calls. And I know I'm mixing here between types of physical devices that are used to calls, and then techniques for using those devices. So there's two techniques, two different calls that you need to know how to make. And the reason I'm telling you this in this order is because that will influence what kind of device you buy. In my opinion, the only two calls that a new hunter needs to know how to make is a mallard quack The simplest call that there is, the mallard quack, and then a hail call or a greeting call. And we're talking super simple stuff. So I've got a call right here. Uh, This is probably not going to sound real good because of the audio transfer and equipment. and, And I'm not in a good place with calling acoustics. And I got one hand on, but hey, whatever. It's just this simple. Okay, a quack. And then the other call is the greeting call, which is just a series of quacks with, with the tempo and, and cadence and volume starting to trail off. Okay, that's, that's pretty much all you need to get started. And I'm not going to do a big teaching and lecture and dissertation on how to quack and how to do a hail call. Those are things better learned through videos than audio podcasts. So I'm going to link in the show notes on the website, New Hunter's Guide, to two different videos done by Josh Peck of Outdoor Limits. I think he does a phenomenal job. I have seen more than enough video evidence to to prove that his style of calling is superbly effective. And to be honest with you, there's no reason for me to go and make the videos when he does such a great job with it. There's a lot of people out there with good calling videos, but I think he has some of the, the most practical, to the point from the ground up, watch this six-minute video, practice, watch it again, practice, and then you'll be ready to go. So I'm going to link to those two videos, one for the quack and one for the hail call, in the show notes. Uh, I'm sure you could search YouTube and find them. But that's, those are the two calls that you need. So when you're looking to buy a call, all you need is a device that's capable of making those two calls. You don't need to worry about a feeding chuckle. Okay? That's an advanced level call. It really is. It's not even a beginner call. You don't need to worry about comeback calls and things like that. But those are those are more advanced level because not just making the noise, but understanding the right moment and the right time and reading the situation and how to use and how to do it. Those aren't things you need to concern yourself with right now. That's That's just going to come with experience and and getting in the woods and just spending time calling ducks and having them fly around and figuring out what to do. So you you don't need that skill set. You don't need to learn how to play those songs. All you need is your quack and your greeting call. That's it. So to make those two sounds, almost any device is going to work fine. Almost any device is going to work fine. Now, you have to remember, okay, what are you getting from all the different options that are out there, the different materials, plastic versus wood versus polycarbonate versus acrylic. one read, two read, three read, different read, cuts, all these different things. What are you getting? Well, you're getting a couple different things. You're getting difference in volume, some of the more expensive calls, more expensive materials, you get a little more volume. You're getting differences in raspiness, how raspy those things are, those notes. You're getting uh, maybe a little more tonal range, being able to, to sort of express different tones and different notes uh, with just a little bit more depth and, and flexibility, and, and you know, those kind of things and you're getting you know varying degrees of playability some calls are a little more temperamental than other you need to blow just right in order to get the perfect sound others give you much more flexibility but you don't can't make as many different kinds of sounds with them because they have a smaller range and and it goes on and on so what do you want to do now i have heard people say okay Single read is, is this kind of call, and that's how it works. And I've heard people say, well, double or triple read is actually that, and single read's the opposite. Every position you could imagine, I've heard people state and then state the opposite. And it is a quagmire of information out there. So what you really want to look for, what really matters, in my opinion, above all of that stuff, is just something that is reliable and durable something that is reliable. So I've got a a couple of calls Uh, and I've, I've used several different calls at this point. And you know, my favorite of all of them is probably my Rilo game call Mallard Hen. Okay. Riley, he's done some episodes for us in the past. He's started making his own calls from scratch in his basement. He makes what I consider to be the most reliable call that I've used so far. And when I say reliable, I've got some more expensive calls. I have some fancier calls. I've got calls made by big name people that if I said the name, you'd be like, oh yeah, I know them. Everyone on the planet knows them. And they're good calls. I I have yet to buy a call that I would say is a bad call for when it comes to duck hunting. Now with goose hunting, I have bought bad calls and I don't know if it was a fluke or whatever, but uh, I've not had as good of experiences there. But when it comes to duck hunting, I have yet to buy and use what a call that I would say was bad or I was disappointed with. But some of those big fancier calls I found are not as reliable. So for example, I've got one call, and I don't want to call the brand because maybe this one's a fluke. Maybe I just got, you know, whatever, maybe, who knows? But you know, it makes a great sound. I love it. it. has good rasp. It's easy to blow. I can, you know, I can hit some notes that I really like on it. But man, you got to take it apart and clean it. It seems like every every hour or something. It's, I, it's like every time I use it, I need to clean this call, or it just will stop working. You just blow and nothing will happen. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I take it with me in the field because I like it and I like to be able to change it up. If ducks aren't responding to one call maybe they'll respond to another that day who knows or you want to have a couple guys maybe but making different sounds but i'm like okay that call with all its fancy reads and technology and stuff it's just not that reliable you just it's got to be clean it's got to be relatively dry and you know of course they all advertise the opposite they advertise it's super reliable you can use it in any and all weather spit whatever nothing will make it you know stop but that's just not been my experience but riley's working man mallard hen call i found to be i don't think i've ever cleaned this call once it was the first call i ever had first call i ever hunted with brought in the first duck that i ever called in and it's been just a solid good performing good volume easy to blow easy to use just 100% reliable call. And, uh, you know, I I would recommend it any day for any new hunter. It's a little more on the expensive side. I think it runs like 30, 35 bucks, but you know, there are calls out there. A lot of guys are using calls that cost a hundred, 150, even 200 bucks plus. I mean, that's a lot of the big time hunters. And I'm like, yeah, you know, maybe one day, that'll be in my budget range. I'll have everything else that I want to get and feel like is more important under my belt. And then I'll start investing in some super expensive calls. I don't know, but I have yet to see, you know, the benefit there is that really is the $200 call 10 times better than the $20 call only in the mind of the hunter. I don't think the ducks care that much. You know what I think matters most to the ducks? And that is hearing a quack, hearing a a greeting call, and it works. And if you blow your call and nothing comes out or it sounds like a choking goat, then I I think that's going to matter to the ducks. I think that's going to set you back. I don't think the slight difference in tonal range between the $30 call and the $180 call is going to make a whole lot of difference. Uh, But if the call doesn't work or it doesn't work right, that, that could mess you up and that could cost you. So i recommend you get something something simple something reliable you don't need too many reads you don't need fancy polymers and equipment i wouldn't spend more than fifty dollars on your first duck call i just would not do it because in my opinion you don't know enough to know what kind of call or what kind of material or what kind of pros and cons you even want or like or appreciate or work good for you and your style So I just wouldn't even do it. I would not spend more than $50 on a call. I would go with something that's easy, that's simple. I might go a little more than the $10 call at Walmart, but you know what? The $10 call at Walmart will probably still call Bring In Ducks. It'll probably still do the job. Uh, Halfway through your first season, you might figure out and say, oh, you know what? I don't like this call because of this and this, and I wish I would have got something a little better, and... But you know what? 10 bucks is 10 bucks. You probably spent more than that on lunch. So, hey, you gotta start somewhere. You don't need 30 calls to do it. You just need to get something that is simple, easy, reliable. I like a nice wood, single-read type call. I like the way wood sounds. I like the way it resonates. I like the, the, the organic feel of it. And I don't care what anybody says. The volume is outstanding. Yeah, an acrylic call, maybe you can get a little louder. You're going to pay $100, $120, bucks, sure. But you know what? You don't have to be that loud all the time. The ducks aren't always, you know, two miles away. It's, it's not always something that's that important or that critical to the hunt. So, you know, the bottom line is get something simple Get something easy, get something that'll make a duck sound, and then you practice and work on those two different calls the quack and the greeting call. The quack and the greeting call. In that order, if you can quack, you can still do most of the job. I'm of the opinion, I'm of the 80 20 rule, that 80% of the results come from 20% of the work. Okay? 80% of the results come from 20% of the skills you can, if you can just, you know, become proficient at the most basic, simplest intro level skills for quacking and then the greeting call, that's going to get you 80% of your results. So that's pretty much it. Riley was kind enough to extend a discount. Uh, he is not a sponsor. I get new kickbacks, but at my request, he agreed to, to give a 10% discount to all new Hunter's Guide listeners. So, if you had the New Hunters Guide, find the show notes for this episode. You'll find the discount code there, along with a link to his website. Uh, but the discount code is NHGcast. NHGcast. That would—that's the abbreviated for New Hunters Guide podcast. And you can go to his store, RiloGameCalls.com. Again, I've got links to that in the show notes, as well as some links to Josh Peck's videos on how to do the quack and how to do the greeting call. And I think that's, that's what you need to get started. You don't need to think about it anymore. You don't need to spend more, um, you know, just regular, simple basics and you can be in the game. You don't need a hundred hours of practice. I mean, in my opinion, you ought to be able to watch those two videos. I'm going to say, you know, grand total of an hour or two of practice you know, maybe need to watch him again, practice a little, watch him again. But within a couple hours, you ought to be ready to get in the woods and call some ducks. You ought to be ready to get in the woods and call some ducks, get some action, and then learn. You're going to learn more about calling, calling in the woods than you are in your car because you're going to hear ducks as opposed to just hearing you, and you're going to just begin to dial your ear into the right sound. So you need to practice out of the woods, otherwise you have no hope when you get to the woods. But after you get a little bit of practice, then you need to hunt, and then you need to get experience, and that's how you get started. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. Head to the website, newhuntersguide.com, check out the show notes, check out the discount for Riley's uh, calls, and also make sure that you leave a review. Really appreciate all reviews uh, on iTunes. It helps reach more people, helps with the algorithm and Apple Podcasts, which is the number one driver of podcast listens globally. And anytime you can leave a five star review with a comment, even if it's a short, super simple comment, really helps. And don't forget, check out the YouTube channel, New Hunter's Guide. We're launching videos, doing demonstrations, examples, things that are hard to do via audio. Just putting that out there is another resource to you guys. So, till next time, God bless you and go get them in the woods.